You're listening to A Strange Arrangement. Hey there, this is Rob, and uh, it's just me today. I'm riding solo. We should have a guest next week, but I thought today I could talk about rhythm and how we can alter rhythm to make a song have a different feel. As a drummer myself, I love playing around with rhythm and changing beats around to make new things or to make little variations on things. So for today, I cooked up an arrangement doing just that. Now, I played mine on the vibraphone, which is my preferred instrument. Uh, which, if you don't know, sounds like this. And so the way I play is with two mallets in each hand, so I can play four notes all at once if I wanted, or I could play the melody in one hand and a harmony in the other. It's pretty versatile. There's a lot you can do, and that's why it's one of my favorite instruments. Uh, But I knew that with this arrangement, I wanted something a little faster, more upbeat, and a little jazzy, since the vibes are a classic jazz instrument. Uh, So with that in mind, let's talk about this arrangement. So the rhythm. I knew that I wanted to play with rhythm in the song to change the feel of it, to change how you bob your head along with the song as you're listening to it. And the first thing I thought of was changing the time signature. So the original's in 4-4 time, 4 beats per measure. You're listening, you count 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, 4. It's very square, very tidy. But I'm thinking, what if I change it to 3-4? So now we're counting 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3. Now it'll definitely give a different vibe to it, but then you have to change the rhythm and the melody too, because otherwise it'll sound really weird. Not that you can't work with that, but I was, I was looking for something more uh, easy to digest. So I was thinking, how can I change the rhythm of the melody? And then I got the idea to do a polyrhythm. So a polyrhythm is when you use two different rhythms simultaneously. Uh, usually it's, it's referring to playing two different groupings of notes at the same time. So you have this metronome in the background that's just going to play the beginning of each measure. So we've got these evenly divided spaces, and you can divide it into two notes per measure. You could divide it into three notes per measure. And if you do both at once, that's a polyrhythm. That's a a three over two or a two over three, depending on which one you put first. Uh, And this specific rhythm is called a hemiola, which can we all agree is the worst name for a musical term? It sounds too much like a medical issue, like I went to the doctor and he said I have a hemiola. But anyway, I kept this polyrhythm throughout the song, playing three in the left hand and two in the right. There were a couple notable exceptions. There were some points in the melody where it made sense to play three beats for a bit, and there were other points where it felt jazzy to change the rhythm a little more and add some syncopation. The biggest instance is halfway through the song where the melody and the harmony are playing together in these block chords. At this point in the song, I wanted to change things up a bit, and I thought playing these big chords would kind of draw the ear more to this new texture going on. So, the chords. The original chords being G major, D major, C major, E minor. But to give it kind of a jazzier sound, I turned these chords into seventh chords. So, 
Uh, a lot of the times the D chord is a D7 by adding the C note. A lot of times in the song I'm playing them in broken chords, so at the very beginning I'm outlining a G major chord, G, B, D, G, B, D. Um, and then in the measure after that, I'm doing a D7 chord and I'm playing F sharp, C, D. And you can get away with not playing the A um, for seventh chords. Uh, the A is the fifth in the chord. The one, there's a one, three, five, seven, and you can omit the fifth because the fifth doesn't really give the chord quality. Uh, the third does. So you can omit the fifth in chords if you're pressed for space, so to speak. So, but I, I outline those chords like that. And then to go just a little jazzier, I did some substitutions or I slipped in some other seventh chords where I could. So there's a, a section later on where between the G chord and the C chord, I put a B minor seventh because I wanted to put some more movement in there and the B minor works because it has a lot of the same notes as the G major seven chord. And I just like how it sounds. It makes the music a little more complex. Instead of just this cadence of G to C, now we have G to B minor to C. And I just think that sounds more interesting. I think there's more of a story in those chords. And so the last really jazzy thing that I did with the chords was I threw in a 2-5-1 cadence in there where I thought it would sound really nice. Most of jazz is built on this 2-5-1 cadence, and it gives it that distinct jazz sound, like it's weaving in and out of different keys. Uh, I went for a 2-5-1 going into a D7 chord. In your key of D, your 2-5-1 would be E minor 7, A7, D7 which makes it really nice because the A chord uses a C sharp, which is not in the key of the tune, the key of G, um, but it, it gives it a nice little sound. I actually went back and forth on it a few times, but the more I played it, the more it stuck with me. So I threw in this extra jazz moment in there towards the end. So I recorded that, and I was listening through it, and then I thought it just felt a little empty, and I really wanted to have it a little jazzier so I threw some drums behind it. I decided to program some jazz brushes uh, to give it more of kind of that lounge jazz flavor which is really what I was going for. So now I've got this duo of drums and vibraphone and it just really makes me feel like I'm at a Sunday brunch. Nice, relaxing, a little peppy, ringing in the new year with a little old lang syne. So Here's the whole arrangement. Strange Arrangement was produced by me, Rob McCarthy. I edit and mix the show, and I made our theme music. 
Our artwork was done by Daniel Joel Newman. You can find more of his artwork at danieljoelnewman.com. Special thanks to Brian Watson and Rob Hom for notes, and an extra special thanks to Elizabeth Stahl for notes and for the voice that you hear at the top of the show. If you like the show and want to support us, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review, or you can go to our website, asamusicpodcast.com, and you can leave a comment under each episode. Let me know what you like, what you didn't like, what you want to see more of. Thanks for listening. See you next week on A Strange Arrangement. <laughs>